Welcome to the Life is a Journey podcast, where my goal is to help you to strive, thrive, and be all God has called you to be. No matter what comes, we can make it in this journey, because life is a journey. Welcome back to the Life is a Journey podcast. In this week's episode of Life is a Journey, the topic of discussion is, what are you thirsty for? So welcome back once again. Thank you for tuning in. I want to thank you for your time and your energy and for taking out the time of your day to tune into this podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing to you. Um, I'm truly thankful for the opportunity to be able to shed light on some things, some different topics that um, may come across and that you may go through in this journey of life. Um, we're in our second month of the year, y'all. We're in February. You know, it's Black History Month. This is also the month of quote-unquote love. Love is every month, to be honest with you. Um, it should be celebrated always. Black History Month is every month as well, and it should be celebrated always. I'm glad to be and proud to be a black male, a male of melanin, thankful the way that God created me in his beauty and his image and in his likeness. So as we dive off into this topic, um, many times, you know, we... When you think about thirsty, you know, you go throughout the day. It should be one of the first things you one of the first things that you do when you wake up in the morning is to drink you, you know, a glass of water. It helps with certain things and you should drink a glass of water before you go to bed. Water is essential for the human body. I want to say the number is is about 60 percent um that our body is made up of about 60 percent water and so that says a lot you know if our body is made up of a little over half of of water we should be replenishing it with water and so this particular discussion that we're going into I want to, for these next 30 minutes to an hour maybe, just go over and talk about what are you thirsty for? In life, we thirst and long for many things. First and foremost, let me, let me, let me park right here for a minute. The definition, the Miriam, or the definition of thirsty is... Having or showing a strong desire for something. I'm going to say that again. Having or showing a strong desire for something. So, many of us have a showing or a strong desire for something. You know, whether that's um, for some young, young boy out there. The strong desire to make it to the NBA, to the NFL, to 
the league, the major league of playing baseball or even playing soccer, you know, maybe even playing hockey or um, being on a golf tour, you know, even bowling or whatever it may be. You have a strong desire for that, whether it's to be the president of the United States one day, whether it's to, you know, be a leader in government someday in point in time in your life, you know, um, being in politics, you know, a strong desire to be a husband, a strong desire to be married, a strong desire to lose weight, a strong desire to um, be a millionaire. We all have a strong desire for something. However, it is very crucial that our strong desire, regardless of your age, that it is primarily, first and foremost, a strong desire for God. Because as I was having a discussion with one of my brothers in Christ on yesterday, you know, as we were discussing, he said, Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Shout out to my brother Trey. Thank you for that discussion on yesterday. I didn't know it would be brought up in this in this in this podcast. But he said to seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all his righteousness. All his righteousness. And all these things will be added to you. When we put him first, he will do everything else that we need to come to pass. He'll line up the finances for, you know, if you're looking to get a home, he'll line up the spouse. He'll line and position you to be ready for the spouse. He'll line you up for, you know, being ready to raise a family and, you know, all these different things. But we have to have a strong desire for him. So I have a few scriptures here that I want to make mention of and give to you all before we go continue to go into this. So the first one is. Psalms 42 and Psalms 42 and 1 and it reads As a deer thirsts for streams of water so I thirst for you God John 4 and 14 But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him shall never thirst but the water that I will give him will become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life And lastly, our last scripture is John 7 and 38. He who believes in me, as the scripture said, from his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. And I have some other ones that I may make mention of from the articles that I have before you. And um, I'll mention those when we get to it. And some of them may, may or may not be already what we read. Um, if they are, I'll uh, make sure not to repeat it. <laughs> um, so we thirst for so many different things, you know. Um, when I when this particular topic came to me, I was at work. <laughs> you know, sometimes it 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 never phases me on how these different topics come 
and I'm thankful for it because when these topic comes, it allows me to reflect on my life. It allows me to have a um, an opportunity to to change and for God to help me to 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 do things differently. You know, a lot of times we get caught up in doing things our way or we think we on track, you know, and that's the one thing I love about God is that when he sees us going one way, he'll allow us to be shifted, you know, in another direction to keep us on track and and on the path that he has for our life, the will that he has for our life. Because he has the perfect plan. He has the master plan. And I was watching a sermon on YouTube. um, Pastor Mike Todd of Transformation Church. And, you know, their uh, phrase, I want to say it is, for the year is, um, here, here is holy. And as I was listening to that particular sermon, God began to deal with me about you know what are you thirsty for a lot of times we get caught up in being thirsty for so many things that we get off track of really being or excuse me of being being thirsty for what we really should be being thirsty for which leads me to my first point in this in this discussion Keeping our thirst where it belongs. There's nothing wrong with having a desire for money. There's nothing wrong with having a desire for a spouse if you're not married. There's nothing wrong with having a desire for nice things and fine things in life. Nothing wrong with that at all. But if we have such a strong desire for these other things that that thirst goes from where it should be which is on God to these materialistic things that will one day pass away then we off track then we lose focus we get ourselves out of out of alignment of what God will have for us to do. And like I said, we have to have such a ear to hear what thus saith the Spirit of the Lord that when we do feel ourselves getting distracted, they they were able to key in on it. And really listen to what he's trying to say to us. God speak to us, speaks to us, excuse me, in some of the, the most sometimes mysterious or sometimes ways that if you're really paying attention, you'll be like, God, I ain't know I didn't know you could speak to me like that. You know, I've I've been I just recently started a devotion in my Bible app, the U version Bible app, um, that was is dealing about um God speaking to us, hearing the voice of God. 
And a lot of times we think about when we hear the voice of God, that it's this, you know, go, go talk to her and tell her that I said, no. His voice is it, you know, and it's, I was a believe it was a story where they said where he, where he was. It was in a, in a still, a still small voice. A still small voice. A lot of times, and I could be wrong, I don't know about anybody else, but a lot of times, the voice of God sounds like your voice. And I believe God allows it to be in such a way so that we can really hear what he's saying. Like, God doesn't want to frighten us. And you know it's, you know it's God when he sends confirmation. You know it's God when it's something of that lines up with his word. You know, a lot of times we have, we hear different thoughts or different things or, you you know, we'd be like, well, something told me. No, God told you. The Holy Spirit told you. That's one of the ways he communicates with, with us. When you have the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost deep down inside you, he can speak to you. He can use you. He can keep you on track with keeping your thirst where it belongs. When we're thirsty, you know, if I, during my workout, I make sure I keep myself hydrated, right? But if I get to the point to where I'm thirsty, what should I, you know, replenish myself with? Should it be pop or some, for some of y'all that's in the South, should it be soda? Should it be Gatorade? Should it be Powerade? What should it be? The answer is water. Like we said earlier, you know, it should be water. Now, me, on the other hand, you know, I make sure that I drink at least about a gallon a day. And I put branch chain amino acids or BCAAs in my water. And I drink on it throughout the day. It helps me to... Um, get my water in for the day and it also helps me during my workout and throughout the day to keep my body in a state of recovery um, from my workouts you know throughout the days of the week and um, it's important man it's so important you know water is very important not only for your diet but in general to replenishing yourself. You know, the scripture said, he said right here, he said, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him shall never thirst. But the water that I will give him will become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life. Eternal life. The water that God gives us it's not like the water that, you know, we drink. Because when, when you drink, you're going to get thirsty again. But 
if you drink of the water that Christ gives you, you won't thirst again. This will be a a water that is in you that is that of a living of living living water flowing springing up in you that will lead you to that it says a, a well of water springing up to eternal life so this is a water that's going to keep you replenished it's going to help you to get to that eternal life that God promised you He came that we might have life and life more abundantly. He came that we would be able to be in a position to live again. Keep that in mind when you're thirsty. Thirsting and keeping your thirst where it belongs. My second point, and this is no one or nothing can, can excuse me can fulfill our thirst like God nobody can nobody can now don't get me wrong like I mean we we hear and we say different things and it's true but that's for that part but nobody can fill that void for you like God my wife cannot fill that void that is 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 specifically architect out I don't, I don't know if I use that right but built out the way that God wired us that particular part of us is created for God to feel not a spouse not a child not a house not money none of those things were made and will fulfill you like Christ will. He is one who fulfills you. The song, the song says, uh, fill me up till I overflow. Fill me up. Then the artist, she said, I want to run over. I want to run over. Fill me up till I overflow. I want to have so much of God in me to the point that it, it flows out in my words, that it flows out in my actions and what I do. Let it flow out in everything that I say, how I think, how I walk, how I talk. Fill me up till I overflow, that it overflows into the lives of my wife, my children, other family members, friends, the 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 attendee at the at the at the gas station, the the worker at the fast food restaurant, fill me up till I overflow. Give me that give me what I need, Lord, that I don't thirst again. I'm thankful for God, man. He he is so awesome, man. He really is. <laughs> he 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 never he never fails. 
He is right there when you need him. There's a song by Marvin Sapp, and I believe the title of the album is Thirsty. He has a song on there. And, you know, just like the scripture that we read about the deer, you know, as a deer thirsts for streams of water, so I thirst for you, God. You know, it was a natural illustration and, you know, a uh, parable. But when you look at it, deers or animals, when they, um, just like us as humans, you know, when we do things, walking, you know, uh, working out, you go throughout the day doing things that you do as, as a as a dad or as a husband or as a mom or as a wife, you know, you you eventually you thirst. You you get thirsty. You you want something to drink, you want something to eat, you know. Um but animals are to to some degree, you know, wired a little bit differently than us, you know. Um but when you look at a deer, it pants like, like I can't, <laughs> I can't, I hope you can get a visual, visualization of what I'm trying to say. But when they come to that stream of water and they replenish themselves, it's so fulfilling. Just like, you know, when you, when you, when you go run or if you jump rope or whatever you do as far as cardio, even lifting weights or whatever it is, or even in general, you know, running errands. When you when you get a nice cup or 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 a glass of cold water, it's so fulfilling. So imagine what it's like when you drink of that water that that God gives you. He said you won't thirst again. This is a water that is gonna be in you that will spring up to eternal life. Take part in that. If you if you don't know, now you know. If you don't know God, get to know him. If you're thirsting for all these other things that I mentioned earlier, allow yourself to be positioned to thirst for Christ. For him and for him to fulfill that thirst. So here I have an article here that's speaking about what does it mean to hunger and thirst for righteousness? And the person that um, covered this was Carrie Kinsolving. This was published some years ago. Um, I'm going to give you all the details and the, the links will be in the description. It says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. That's Matthew 5 and 6. If you do right, you won't get hungry or thirsty, says Zach, age 6. Actually, the thirst here is something different, says Anna, 10. It means that people who want righteousness thirst for it like water. Have you ever been thirsty? I mean, really thirsty. In the Arizona desert, I once took a walk I'll never forget. From my elevated 
campsite, the Colorado River looked like an easy 30-minute trek. I learned the meaning of as the crow flies because the dry raven I followed was anything but straight and made the trip much longer. After my canteen ran dry, I began to thirst like never before. God will quench the thirst of those who desire him as a man walking in the Arizona desert with a dry canteen craves water. There's nothing casual about this kind of thirst. It's desperate. I think it means when Jesus was at the well and told the lady about everlasting water, says Lauren, eight. And these are, I'm taking these are the ages that these people were or this is, you know, um, yeah, y'all forgive me. Um, she took the water and was satisfied. The woman at the well with whom Jesus spoke had been married five times and was living with a man who was not her husband. Yet Jesus didn't give her a lecture on immorality. He spoke to her about her thirst, which was from the scripture we read earlier, John 4 and 14. If we try to gain transcendence through indulgence, soon enough familiarity breeds contempt, and we are driven to search for mystery elsewhere. Write authors Brent Curtis and John Eldridge in an amazing book titled The Sacred Romance. The thirst after righteousness means wanting to live according to God's will instead of the world's, says Kristen. 10. This is the only way to be happy and filled. If you thirst after righteousness, God will bless you. Yes, God is the filling. Excuse me, is in the fill in the filling business. In fact, the word fill means to be satisfied in the sense of being stuffed after a sumptuous meal. If you are eating the junk food of the self-centered life, you'll never be satisfied. Hunger and thirst represents the desperate longing of the previous beatitudes, the poor in spirit, the mournful and the meek. In Matthew 5 verses 3 through 5. It means if you thirst after righteousness, you want to live a godly life, says Morgan. 10. It also means you would act like God would want you to live. I'm going to read that again. I'm sorry. It also means you would act like God would want you to live. There is only one being who can satisfy the last aching abyss of the human heart. And that is the Lord Jesus Christ, wrote author Oswald Chambers. God doesn't ask us to not deny our burning desire for intimacy, beauty, and adventure. Religion does that. Jesus invites us to intimate communion with himself and his father that satisfies the deepest longings of our souls. Jesus upset the religious system of his day by awakening the desires of people's hearts. Consider his statement, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. Luke 11 and 9. It's whom you ask, where, where, where you seek, 
and what door you knock on that makes all the difference. A journey into God himself makes every other adventure look dull. Those who thirst after righteousness will be filled with it, says Nick 10. They will be blessed with love from God. Think about this. God will satisfy your deepest desires if you look to him for fulfillment. So, as we wrap up this episode of Life is a Journey, and I know this may be a little bit shorter than um, our previous episodes that we've done in the last few episodes. Um, however, I pray that if you didn't get anything else out of this that you take away, that it's nothing wrong with having a desire for, as it said here, you know, intimacy and adventure and even materialistic things. But allow God to fulfill your thirst. Allow him to fulfill that. Because when he fulfills it, you will be satisfied. And I'm going to read that last part of that again. It says, think about this. God will satisfy your deepest desires if you look to him for fulfillment. So we have to look to him. We can't look to the money. We can't look to the job. We can't look to our spouse. We can't look to our children. We can't look to the house. Sorry for that interruption, you guys. But we can't look to the car. We can't look to our thirst being filled, fulfilled, excuse me, from these other things. We have to look to God to fulfill that thirst. Because he's the only one that can, can fulfill that void. He's the only one. And... The only way that we can allow for that to take place is we have to come into a place of having a personal relationship with him. To have a personal relationship with Christ is one of the most important things in this day and time. We don't know when Jesus Christ will return. We don't know when our number is going to be called. And I know y'all hear me say this a lot, but I, I I have to say it because I feel it very it's very important for you to know that. Because at any point in time, your number can be called. My number could be called. And I want to make sure to the best of my ability that I inform that I that I do what I was called to do in this earth. That I make sure that people come to know about God and to be able to have an opportunity to know him in the power of his might. To be able to have an opportunity to know him for yourself. Because he said in the day of judgment, many will say, I did this in your name. I cast out demons in your name. I, 
you know, I, and I'm just using, you know, uh, paraphrasing, but I, I pastored or I ministered to the lost or no, but he said, depart from me, you workers of iniquity, for I knew you not. Iniquity is hidden sin. And when he said, I knew you not, meaning I, I was, you weren't intimate with me. You didn't have a relationship with me. I didn't know you. You say that you knew me, but I didn't know you. And that's deep. I don't want to get before judgment and hear God say that. I want to be able to get before judgment and for you as well and hear him say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Come in. That's what I want to hear. Hear him say, well done. It's just like a child, you know, and I'm learning. I got to do a better job with this as a dad. You know, that when my children do, <clears throat> excuse me, do um, what's asked them, <clears throat> excuse me, um, what's asked of them or even what's not asked of them when they do a good job with something is to tell them, you know, well done or good job or to give give them credit and acknowledgement and praise, if you will, for for what has been done. It's important, very important, you know. <clears throat> um, but if you don't know Christ, I say to you, get to know him. Get to know him and open up your heart. He said, the day you hear my voice, heart not your heart. Heart not your heart. Don't, don't avoid Don't avoid or ignore because there are so many signs and so many times that God will make or has made himself available to you. Don't continue to ignore it. You know, some some might not even enter a church, but someone somewhere, somewhere down the line in your life has spoke to you about God. Give yourself the opportunity to know him. Know him in a better way. Know him on a deeper level because it's a beautiful thing that when you're going through these things in your life journey, that you know who you can turn to. You know who's got your back. You know who's going to see you through. We've been made endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. You're going through some things. You're going to go through some things. He said, fret not. I overcame the world. He laid down his life on the cross for you and I. He died for our sins. That's powerful. That is so powerful. When I really think on that, as I'm saying that right now, when you really think on that, he died for all of our sins. Not just for one person's sin. Not just for one generation's sin. He died for all of our sins. 
every single child that is born, every single human being that will be born or that has been born and passed, he died for all of our sins. I mean, you talking about the weight of the world on your shoulders. I can only imagine what Jesus Christ was going through when he was in the garden, garden of Gethsemane. When he was praying to the father. And he said, if it be your will, Lord, let this cup pass. But nevertheless, your will be done. That's powerful. He knew what he was about to go to through. He knew that he was about to be beaten beyond recognition. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your love, for loving us so much that you died, that you laid down your life so that I could live, so that my brothers and sisters could live, so that we could have life more abundantly. Thank you for laying down your life. Thank you for being an example of what it means to give and do things unconditionally, to love unconditionally. To be selfless, not selfish. Help us all, I pray, that whoever is listening to this, that in the mighty name of Jesus, that you will be everything that God has called you and purposed you to be in this earth. That no matter what you've done, no matter what you may think about yourself, God loves you. He cares about you. He sees you right where you are, but most of all, he knows who you can be. When we move out of ourselves and we allow ourselves to decrease that he may increase, he gets the glory out of our lives. I want to thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Life is a Journey. I pray that you will continue to have a blessed week. I pray that God will be with you, that he will strengthen you in the midst of this pandemic, that you will get everything that you need to get out of this life, that he will fulfill your thirst. Remember that. Thank you for tuning in once again. And until next time, be blessed. At the end of the day, I want to inspire, motivate, and encourage you to be all God has for you to be. And remember, until next time, to always live Love, learn, and grow.